Hello and welcome to Stop Your People Need You. I'm Luke and here with me today, as always, is Danny. Hello, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> Very good. Um, and today our subject is on Don't Let December Be a Missed Opportunity. So for many different reasons, December is an extremely important month to people. But actually, we're going to steer clear of one of the one of the bigger ones, which is Christmas, but not everybody celebrates Christmas and it isn't relevant to everybody. But actually, for us, we want to talk about the importance of December and how extremely important it is not to miss the opportunity as leaders in this December of 2020, when it's been such an incredibly difficult year. And I think what we really want to focus in on is when we say don't don't miss this opportunity don't let it go by and we're going to talk to you about some of the reasons that we think it's really important now just as we've entered december to stop and think about ways in which you as a leader or you as a team member can support one another to close out on what has been an unprecedented year now one of the things that really sparked our interest in this is we're supporting a couple of our clients this year to do uh, virtual awards uh, and virtual celebrations. And one in particular, we were on with the executive board um, only a week ago. And during that conversation, we were talking about how we wanted to uh, play out the, the, the awards themselves. There were 13 in total. And and the, uh, the CEO of, of the business turned around and said, look, do you know what? For me, there's something that's missing here, and that is a tone that we need to set for this award right from the beginning. And that is that although there are 13 awards that we will be giving out, I really want to get across that everybody listening, everybody that is there should be so incredibly proud of the efforts that they have all made within the industry that they were in because it has been so difficult. And that, this particular award is focused entirely on the Northeast within this business, kept our economy going. We have been key workers. And it really struck a chord with me and it really made me realize that actually, December is a month to celebrate. December is a month to be really proud of your achievements, your team's achievements. And it's, it's an opportunity to recognize what people have done. And I believe, and, and, and everybody that I've spoke to, every conversation that I've had, whether it's an individual one-to-one -one or someone talking about their teams, Everybody acknowledges that in this year of all years, they've never worked harder. It's never been as difficult as it has been. And that is in thriving businesses or businesses that are struggling through the pandemic. There is no difference. Everybody is getting to the end of the year exhausted, having given everything, not forgetting that some of our podcasts previous to this have talked about this instability and the uncertainty of the world around us. That plays on us. That is tiring in itself. And therefore, as leaders, we want you to not let December be a missed opportunity to recognize people. Because we all know as leaders, and I say this a lot, leadership can be a thankless task. And we will also say to people, the way you're led does not have to be in direct correlation to the way you, you lead. So you may not be receiving this yourself. It may be that the business that you're working within is not doing anything around this time of year because of the current circumstances. But that doesn't define the way that you, as an individual, have an opportunity to do something different for your people. 
But one of the things that we wanted to do is make this really practical today. A lot of our podcasts to date have, have perhaps left you with things to go away and think about. We want to give you some real handy hints, tips, and techniques and things that you can do that will allow you as a leader to not let the opportunity of December to go amiss. So Danny, I'm going to hand it over to you now because there's a couple of things that you want to take us through in terms of how they could do this. Well, I mean, he's climbed off his soapbox. <clears throat> Gee, where's your passion about this subject, Luke? I can tell that. It was, a, it was a nice opening and absolutely so thought-felt words in what you said. And I think so very true. And, and if I can, before I just get into what I was going to talk about, is just, you know, recognise that December is a funny month at the best of times. You know, it is because it's one of those odd months whereby people are kind of in that sort of holiday mode um, or distracted because, of course, some people are having to work, you know, relentlessly over what would be the seasonal holidays. Um, so that brings its own challenges along the way and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it is a really weird month, I think, to to lead people. I always find it one of those sort of never quite know whether you're doing the right thing or, or doing it in the right way. And I was I was reading a couple of days ago some of the statistics from the World Health um, Forum um, or the World Health Economic Forum, um, and they were talking about what the concerns are right now in in leaders. You know what what are they concerned about in their people. And there were some really kind of quite scary statistics. So 82% of people, uh, leaders, concerned about the focus of their teams. And again, at this time of year, you would typically be concerned about the focus of people anyway because of the seasonal period we've just talked about. So that inc increasingly goes up. Um, you know, 75% in the reduction in team cohesiveness because of you know, people working remotely or perhaps not working in the same sort, same sort of conditions or, or ways that they normally would be working in. Um, and, uh, you know, a difficulty, here's the bit, the bit 70% of people, uh, leaders, concerned that their teams won't be kind of living and, and being a part of the workplace culture. And, and just as we were planning for this session and thinking about, you know, actually, what, does, what can we do to try and, I don't necessarily think overcome it, but certainly combat it. And I think this subject, not to let December be a missed opportunity, is a brilliant setup for that. And also giving us in some thoughts around, you know, how do I recognise, acknowledge, you know, the great efforts and the great things that people have done have done this year. And, and I think it goes, it, it kind of picks up in, on two things, really. First of all is around understanding what makes that individual person tick. Because, you know, it, it, this is not about a blanket, of, oh, that's a great idea, I'll do that. And, and then doing it for you might work for 20 percent of the team but not for everybody else so first of all it's got to be kind of quite a personalized approach this for me for it to really really work well the mistake most often people make is they, they try and do it for everybody the same thing for everybody so what makes that individual tick what floats their boat i think more, also, more more this year than ever as well because of yeah. the the environment and the remote working actually in the main in order to do this you're probably going to have to do a little bit more one-on-one -on -one because you can't just gather everyone together Absolutely. And and I think this is the, the challenge, isn't it? So and and so make it personal and then also think not just are oh, this person's gonna respond to this, but think really carefully about what you do. And I, I think the investment in time and preparation for this will really pay dividends in the results that you get. And so I thought we'd start with a real easy one, and that is you know, often people are 
you know, connected to um, that then their motivation comes from how their job, their role, their, their career fits around their personal lives, because that's really important to a lot of people. A lot of people, you know, whether they've got, you know, husbands, wives, partners at home, whether they, they have parents, siblings, their own children, um, other people they're responsible for, you know, it is important that people, some people connect in some way to that, you know, build, that builds around their job. But also, again, going back to this time of year, I mean, especially in the UK where, you know, the weather's not so good, you know, the days are shorter and all that sort of stuff, the whole piece around how I engage. So, you know, that's the first thing of, is a member of my team, you know, is their sort of family, personal life a really important part of their life and how that fits around their job? So in turn, what can I do for them? So kind of, Luke, what's the top tip? What's what's your top tip if somebody says, that's me, I've got somebody in my team, what would you be doing for them? Well, I would be looking at their diary to start with. And the the, the best thing that they can give to their family is their time. Um, and I know that seasonally now you would have things like um, nativities and bits and pieces like that. But if you're not getting the opportunity or you're seeing that your people aren't getting the opportunity to pick their children up from school, take them to school, people are talking about their hours bleeding into their evenings. How about this month you make a concerted effort to to enforce them, insist perhaps is a better word, that they take those moments, those special moments going into the end of this year to be able to be with their family, their children, their wives, their partners, you know, it, it, it's it, whatever it is, time is, is golden. Absolutely it is. And, and, and I, I couldn't agree more, you know, just letting somebody, I don't know, on their child's last day at school or whatever it may be, an early finish or, you know, if, if they're, husband or partner or wife or somebody has a um you know they've got a half day on the last working day you know match that up i don't know it's, 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 you know that for me four or five hours that you give away is such a massive reward to people um i think about how hard as well i mean not just in the lead up to perhaps you know the christmas period but just at this time of year, you know, shift working especially is really difficult to do. But it's work hard to try and be as flexible as you possibly can. Yeah. You know, for people's day-to-day lives. Instead of, you know, I've, I've, I have seen organisations that almost seemingly make it difficult for people to work, you yeah. know, over this period of time. Instead of saying, well, actually, do you really need – can you not swap that around and move, do a bit of jigging around? And often it's because it's too hard work for the leader to, to do it so they don't bother. But actually, the investment of that effort now – I think will be a really well-received investment of effort in your people. And it's easy to assume this is the obvious one. A lot of people go, well, this is obvious, and they're at home with their families. But I think the problem is this is the one that will be – the most assumptions will be made about. And I think there's one thing that's key here. I spoke to someone the other day, and they had a crude – they'd a crude – I think in excess of 21 days holiday that they haven't taken. Um, And I'm sure their leader has not said, I need you to work those hours. They've chosen to do it. And therefore don't ask this of people. Don't invite them, make it happen for them. Say to them that, you know, I want you to take this time off. I want you to take this afternoon. Even if they don't have holiday left, what a gift 
to be able to give that to them, to pick their their children up from school or, or whatever it may well be on the last day of term. Don't Absolutely. don't just offer, make it happen. Help them. Absolutely. Now, of course, you know, there's one example. And, and, yep. and I think this kind of you know, personal thing is for some people. Correct. But for a lot of people, they go, don't make no difference to me. But makes n- that, that type of recognition means nothing to me. But instead, what they may be looking for is some recognition or observation of their professional achievement. In other words, you know, they're much more interested in what they've done or they've accomplished in their professional lives that needs to be highlighted or celebrated, right? Yes. And, and if we miss this, you know, it, 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 and I think if you're that kind of person that this really kind of means something to you and it doesn't happen, the impact of that is is quite significant. I think people really take it to heart you know, when you think, I have worked my socks off this year. I have, yeah. I've achieved something. I've kept the wheels on the bus. I've kept the business going. If it wasn't for me, we probably wouldn't be where we are now. And nobody notices. That yes. is just soul destroying. So what sort of things can we do to kind of help and elevate that professional achievement? What would you think would be your sort of go-to approach for this? So for me, this is a this one is great this year because loads of people will have stepped outside of their comfort zone. Bringing in last week's episode, a lot of people are not used to working in the way that they have. They're probably more aware of some of their developmental areas that they need. I believe this type of person is looking for them to looking for you to have a conversation with them about what's next for them, what's next for them in their professional lives. How what what is it that they need to do to develop themselves? What opportunities are there? There may not. This isn't necessarily about here's a promotion, but it's about what what career mapping can you do with them? Having just gone through this year as a case study, what's next? What do you want to do next year in 2021, and how can I help you develop to get there? Absolutely. I think that, that's the thing for me is to is to say that, you know, you've developed some skills or capability in this area and, and it's really kind of seems to float with your boat, it's, you've warmed to it, whatever it may be. And then kind of can we can we ramp that up? Is there some development? Is there some, um, <clears throat> you know, other tasks the individual can pick up and they can see, you know, so from next year, you're going to be doing X, Y and Z or what would that need to look like? And so I think so much work could be done in December now. Yes. to carve out that person's career plan, personal development plan, yes. training plan, whatever it is that works for that individual, but some time and effort and energy around that. <clears throat> but also, I think at that, that stage as well, is, is starting to think about what would success look like? So in other words, yeah, I think one of the mistakes that people often make with training plans or career development plans is they don't, determine what the sort of success point of this is so you know the point is that in a year's time or two years time or three years time whatever it may be this is where you want to be so then kind of what what's going to happen in order to get you there um that way then i think the emotional connection in order because a lot of this is driven by emotion isn't it this is not necessarily log- although these are logic ideas but they're emotionally led fueled initiatives i think that connects better in the moment in time because this isn't actually about what you do next year it's about the here and now creating that emotional connection to it to go wow actually do you know what this is you know this year's my progress and my career has really taken a step forward and i can see 
right here and now that this is going to set me up for the future. Absolutely. It is what we're saying. Do you know what? I want to end it with that question that somebody put forward on one of your training programs and I overheard it is this is the whole, uh, what will your CV look like at the end of 2021? I thought it was such a powerful question. We'll come on to that on another episode in more detail, but what a great question to ask them. That's that, that's what they want to hear. Brilliant. That's the title of a podcast for next uh, in the next few weeks, definitely. Um, okay, so so getting that sort of professional achievement in place um, is really important. I then think you know the next thing on my list is about the team aspect of some people's needs. So, in other words, <clears throat> you know, we talk about some people. It's about family, and it's about that connection. Some people, it's about what's happening in my career. For some people, actually, the recognition is how they share or capture or celebrate or work as a group of individuals. And that that group of individuals coming together that makes a team, because a group of individuals isn't a team, it's it's just people doing their job. When they come together, that's when that person feels really connected. They feel they have a sense of purpose. They have a, a sense of belonging. And I think this is one that's been probably, for some people, probably been a challenge this year because of yep. this sort of disparate separation of working practices. Yes. And so it's then thinking, right, if I've got members in my my team that, that really do respond well to the team stuff, what can I do in December to make them really feel reconnected or connected to the team or whatever it may be? Would you, would you have that one on your list? hundred percent. Yeah, I think, it, and, and actually this is probably the ones that people will have most planned for. And that's not to say that those things won't work. They're still needed. Gatherings, yeah, how many people have done the quizzes and celebrations and drinks on a Friday. People are probably doing it all the way through the year. So those that are doing it great for those that haven't had the time or maybe not had the opportunity, now's a great time to do that. Just remember, actually, with the the ones we've already talked about and we're going to talk about, that won't work and tick every box for everybody. For certain people, this is all you need to do. Bring them together. For others, it will be this and the others that we've already talked about. Yeah, absolutely. And and also recognise that some people don't want to be a part of that that group. And so you may have to nurture them on that journey as well. So don't, you know, somebody says, I don't really like doing all those team get-togethers on Zoom. Well, you know, our job is not to say, well, don't bother coming. Our job is to say, well, okay, let's try and nurture them through that process so they still play their part because what they do is it may have an impact on someone else. I think the the other thing for me with this team piece as well is that, and and again, just a a simple thing that I've learned over time listening to different people's successes is if you've got somebody that absolutely, this is their go-to thing, put them in charge of organising the team events. Yeah, great idea. So, so take, get rid of the responsibility off your shoulders and say, right, yeah, you really love bringing everybody together. You're organising the Christmas or the, the December or the end of year, whatever, get together on, on whatever platform you're using. If it's virtually, if you are in a position whereby you can meet face-to-face, then fantastic. But that's going to be pretty limited around the world at the moment. So, you know, kind of almost like a, you know, it's a reward. The champion. Yeah, you've, it is. you've given it is them a reward. reward by taking it off your to do list. Absolutely. Is. Double win. Absolutely. Is. <laughs> 100%. I like that. Very, very good. So then I think, you know, we've, we've touched on um, sort of professional progression, but I think there is a worth acknowledging here just the acknowledgement of yes. people's efforts. And, and, I, and I touched on that bit about, you know, somebody's done an amazing job, they've had a great year. One is, what does this mean, professional progression? But also, you know, 
people want to know and be told they've done a good job um, or to be said, you know, thank you or whatever it may be. But there's two sides to this because some people like it publicly. Yes. Some people like it, you know, shouted from the rooftops, whilst others much prefer a more private affair. They don't want you to publicly um, celebrate their success. So this is important. First of all, think, how does this person want recognition? Um, and is it, you know, one or the other? Is it public or private? Um, and, and what, if especially in public terms, to what extent does that person like public recognition? Is it just locally to the team? Is it to the wider department or function? Is it to the to the local location or is it to the entire organization? Yeah. Um, so thinking about those different things. But recognition and, and, and you know, verbalizing it or showing it or, or publishing it is really important right now. Is it? It's a great thing to do in December. It absolutely is. And I think you, you're right to call out those two different types because actually through your intent being good, you can actually undo some of the, the, that intent by not personalise it to the individual. Because I know there's people in our team, Danny, that would curl up in a ball if there was a big, right, everybody can have your attention and celebrate in that way. So, it, you know, it is important to ensure that you, you balance those two. Absolutely right. It, it is. And, and I think it's, it, it, it's thinking really carefully about how you can elevate that. So, you know, just simple things for me is, could you get your someone else in the organization to offer that recognition. So, yes. you know, a different person, because that kind of elevates its gravity, gives it some gravitas. It, it kind of picks it up if it comes from somebody else. Um, could, you know, could that recognition come from a customer? Could it come from a partner, an outside provider, a supplier? You know, could it come peer to peer? You know, does that come from each other? And so actually you're saying thank you to your your colleagues and think, well, how how can all that work together? I also think as well about, you know, is when you are doing this is to make sure it's really, really, really precise. Yes. Because the more it's backed with prescription-led data, the better it is. So, for example, saying thanks, well done for a great year, that doesn't cut it. That, no. That's not enough. You know, what you want is thanks. And in particular, you know, I'd like to talk about the work that you did in October with this customer. Yes. And the impact that that had on, on, on us and as an organization. And, and specifically, I recall that conversation you had on that Thursday that was a yes. real game changing. You know, get right into the granular detail. Yes. And I think, and I think to also add to whether it's private or public, if, if you're doing something like an awards in a year where numbers may not be allowing you to reward against numbers. Yes. Look at people's behaviors. Look at the way people have acted in these times. This is where I go back to my soapbox moment at the, at the start around pride. How proud are you of the people that have come together as a team? What are the behaviors that you've seen come out in your team and the people around you that have got you through this last 10 months together? So I think that's an important thing. If you're going to do some awards, you could dress it up a little bit differently. Get away from what the business metrics are. Move more towards the the character of the individuals and the behaviors of the individuals within your team. Absolutely right. And, And I think for me, it's the most important thing on the back of this conversation we've had today is is to stop. You know, the title of our podcast, Stop Your People Need You. This is a great example of stop 
your yes. people need you. It's it's it is we've, we've acknowledged and we've said numerous times already in the last twenty minutes or so. You know, it's an odd month. It's an odd month at the best of times, um, but use that as the leverage point. So stop in your tracks when you've listened to this podcast and say, right, who have I got around me in my professional life? Could be even be in your personal life. Who have I got around me? And how do I make sure that I leverage the opportunity that the end of year brings to say thank you, to offer opportunity, to have a brilliant conversation, to just make a difference to another person in the here and now. And I think if we do that, and we all did that, you know what, after the end of a tough year, it might not be the uh, it might not be the solution, but it'll be a little bit of icing on that cake, that's for sure. Brilliant. So I started on my soapbox, you ended on yours. Oh, of course, um, <laughs> Thank you for listening again. We've come about time. We're just on time here. Um, we also would like to make an offer. We've actually uh, got this in a, in a white paper that we created together earlier this year. So if anybody would like to read through some of this and access to how you can do some low-cost, uh, no-cost, low-cost techniques to recognising and motivating your people, then get in touch at Action at pti-worldwide.com. But thank you for listening. Apologies about my soapbox moment at the start. I, I do feel passionate about it. Have a great December. Uh, from me, goodbye. And from me, goodbye too. See you next time.